What is up, everybody? You are listening to The Truth Experience, the podcast that inspires young people to identify truth and encounter God. I'm Alec, and Sean's right there with me. Yo, what's up? We are so excited to bring you another podcast. Thank you to all of our listeners who are constantly supporting us. We have been receiving a lot of good feedback from mm-hmm. for this podcast, um, and we're excited to see that grow and continue to grow. If you want to support our podcast, you can always share this with your friends, but also financially, you can um, support our podcast by texting high school, uh, no spaces, no caps, plus an amount to 702-710-4784, 702-710-4784. And then as always, you can ask your questions um, at youth at cclasvegas.org. All of that information is in the description of the podcast, whether you're listening on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. Uh, we're everywhere. That's how you guys an, there was another know. one that, that Are we on Stitcher? I think one. so. Okay. So um, there was this other one that I saw someone listen to. What was it called? It was so random. I've never even heard of it, but we were, we're on it and someone <laughs> listened to us on it. I was like, oh, that's what's up. That's so dope. <laughs> if you're not listening on Spotify or probably iTunes and the main ones. Yep. Like Apple, Apple. You're a trendy person if yeah. you're not listening on those two. For so I, I kind of respect that. I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Apple uh, iTunes is the top one. All of our, most of our listeners are from iTunes. Of course. So. All you young kids have iPhones. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> Get that Verizon plan. Free, yeah. free Apple music. <laughs> is that really what it is for Verizon? Yeah, bro. Oh my gosh. I'm going to switch over. I know. Um, if you're listening on iTunes, you can always rate our podcast. That actually really helps for um, sure. when you give us that five star rating, um, hopefully. Uh, that really helps us a lot. So mm-hmm. always do that. Of course. How are you doing, bro? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. You know, yeah. a little tired, but I'm all right. Tired. I'm excited to get in this subject for sure. Yeah. I think we both sadly have experience in this subject. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I feel like we could talk on this for sure. So this is a tough subject, but I'm excited for it. This is not something that you <laughs> want to admit on a podcast, you know, especially as like, um, you know, leaders in a church. You don't want to be like, yeah, I... I firsthand know what this feels like we are vulnerable and we are here to <laughs> give our heart to people so no. <laughs> uh, there's gonna be episodes like this where you know it's really personal for us and i think it's a good thing for us you know i think that you're gonna see uh, our true colors in a good way you yeah. know who we were before christ and who we are now um, and hopefully people can identify that so um or identify with us in that today we are talking about um Drum roll, please. We're talking about... <laughs> you can put it in post. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we are going to be talking about drugs. And um, I think that the title for this message or this podcast is going to be, Are Drugs Really Evil? Mm. And the reason that we thought about that, and you know, I would love for you to jump in on this, is that um, you were saying this just a minute ago when we were talking before, you know, a lot of people talk about addictions and how to get out of addictions. But I think something that's really... Um, part of the, our culture, whenever you look at um, rap music, whenever you look at um, the young people, whatever it is, you know, not just rap music, but, but movies and TV shows and music in general, um, you see this culture of doing drugs as if, as if it's normal yeah. now. And if it's not that big of a deal, you know, I can't tell you how many kids that I grew up with that were like, well, yeah, weed's not that big of a deal. You know, it's like God created it. You know, it's not that it's not that huge. But but do you think that this is an actual issue in our culture um, like that, that that we don't realize that drugs are evil? I like I 100 percent. I think. Just the shift from when I was in high school where it was not really frowned upon, but it was still illegal to the point where if you guys are listening, you don't know, we live here in Las Vegas 
It's been legal for four years now or something. Has it been four years? It's been a while. Oh my gosh. I was thinking about intros for this podcast uh-huh. and I was thinking about talking about like what's been popping up in Las Vegas. <laughs> No, the and then I was say, did you have you seen all the dispensaries? It's the number one business right now. It I is. before before I worked here at the church and all that stuff. I used to work in retail. So many people, this is such a tangent. So many people left working in high end clothing to go work in the dispensaries because that's where the money was at, or they wanted to start a dispensary. I've read so many articles that call Las Vegas the Amsterdam of the United States. Oh my goodness, that makes sense for sure. That's crazy. Yeah, but yeah, as we were saying, it's. It's not bad in our culture anymore. Now we're at the point where if it's the soccer mom who is, you know, 50 years old, who's going to the dispensary after work to, um, you know, get her dose of weed, you know, Karen getting weed. Yeah. Karen's (laughs) getting weed. Um, you know, the old grandpa's getting weed, the 18 year olds getting weed. It's okay for everybody. It's not looked down upon anymore. So in our mind, it may be, okay, this is okay because culture is saying it's okay now. But yeah. we want to look at what the Bible says about it and just kind of give you an idea of what does God say about this. Yeah, we can definitely talk about, you know, some, maybe some other time, like how to get out of addictions because we both have dealt with addictions in different in different places, yeah. you know, not just with, with drugs, but um, addictions with what, you know, other stuff like pornography and all of that and how yeah, to get out sure. of that. That'd be a really good podcast. Um but you know, it's just it's just funny. You know, it's just a our. In, we see that right now, culture is dictating what is mo- what morality is. You know, and um, the problem with that is it's changing so much compared mm. to what the scripture says. And we really want to just come at you with um, a couple myths about drugs. And when we talk about drugs, we're not talking about aspirin. Okay, we're talking. You know, you know what we're talking about, yeah. right? We're talking about marijuana. We're talking about cocaine. We're talking about heroin. We're talking about you know all of that in between oxycodone, uh, like all of that. You know the the painkillers that you're popping too many of. You yeah. know whatever it is, um, and that's one of the biggest killers of youth right now in 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 our nation. So I think it's just something that we really need to talk about. Um, for our culture, you know, and you may not be doing drugs right now at all. You may be like that. Oh, like I've never even experienced that. And that's great. Stay, stay on that. But this is still an important podcast for you because you're still going to be, you know, asked these questions. Are drugs okay? Are drugs not okay? And how you answer that's really important based on the scripture. For sure. And yeah, we're not trying to tell you to take, you know, I, there are those type of Christians that are like, don't take anything, not even aspirin type thing. <laughs> um, like we're not saying that like we believe like modern medicine is amazing and like the blessings we have that you know a disease that would have killed you a hundred years ago you could just go take a pill now for, and stuff like that so that's amazing and we believe that's from God and yeah. we believe the Bible backs that up too so I, mean, I don't know if aspirin's from God but this uh, God's greatest blessing is, no I'm just kidding <laughs> How many aspirins did you take from playing basketball last night? Oh my gosh, my legs hurt. <laughs> when you get my age, you're taking a lot of aspirin. No. You act like you're 50 years old. I know. Calm down. <laughs> Hundred years ago, this would be the end of my life. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right, let's get into this. Yeah. The uh, first thing we want to do is talk about some myths that are surrounding um, some about drugs and you know obviously it all ties into are drugs really evil and i think that one of the myths is that the, what i've heard an argument for why drug doing drugs is okay is uh well god created it so obviously like it's okay you know what i mean and yeah. uh i can't tell you how many people actually believe this like it's mm-hmm. it's mind-boggling to me that people actually think this is a 
logical argument. But like if somebody comes up to you and says, well, how can, you know, spoken weed be bad? People, God created it. You know, you believe that God created it. So, so how can that be bad? What would you, how would you answer them? Yeah. I'd love to hear your opinion on this too. But, um, first of all, God created, of course, I always get my opinion. (laughs) God created a lot of stuff that like has purposes in one area, but shouldn't have a purpose in another, you know? Like, how many plants are, like, poisonous or something like that? They're not meant to eat, you know? (laughs) I believe um, if we're just focusing, let's just focus on marijuana or something. Yeah. Um, It has purposes, you know? Like, if it's the hemp or... THC is the stuff that gets you high, right? Yeah, CBD is the Yeah, so they're... When they, they extract, like, that type of stuff and make medicine and, like, great strides and that type of stuff. And I think that is a blessing from God and all that stuff. But to do something that using the purpose to alter your state, I believe is where the Bible um, kind of is against yeah. it, you know? So it's not a useless plant by any means, you know? Yeah. But it's using it for the right purpose, I think is huge. Yeah. Well, I think it's really... Um, I'm trying to be nice with my words. I have yeah. a hemp lotion at home. Oh, it's beautiful. So That's not something a- you're supposed to admit on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> His purpose is right. Yeah, uh, go ahead. I think I think that you know, just with logic, you know, just because God created something doesn't mean the way we use it is is justified. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, um, like you said, God created our bodies, but it doesn't mean we can use them in any way we want. You know, God gave us dominion over the earth. It doesn't mean we use the earth however we want. If we want to take a look at that, you know. Yeah, we have an amazing ocean that washes things away, but that doesn't mean we're supposed to be throwing trash in it. And mm. and because of what we've done, you want to look at those islands that have been created just because of trash. And I think that everybody that's listening to the podcast will be like, oh yeah, that's terribly wrong. So it's the same concept. You know, we use something to our advantage to get rid of something or to change something, right? That's what, that's what you know, same thing with the drugs. I'm trying to make this connection, this bridge, but we used something that God created in the wrong way and we're going to see the consequences of it. And I think that's the same thing with, with drugs. Like you have to back up everything with scripture because that's God's inspired word. So if God says something is wrong, that means that not that he created something wrong, but that you're using it in the wrong way. You know, um, God created our bodies, but that doesn't mm-hmm. mean that we get to do whatever we want. God created us to to reproduce and to have desires and stuff like that, but that doesn't mean we get to do it however we want. You still have to do it according to God's plan. And, you know, um, I can't answer why God created everything. You know, I have no idea why he created pigeons, you know, <laughs> like no clue. I've heard they taste good, but that's... That's disgusting. No. <laughs> the European pigeons are yeah. a lot cleaner. But. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but you know, there's, there's things I don't quite understand, but they all have a purposes, even like just a stupid example, pigeons may be looking really useless, but they really help in different areas. You know what I mean? Like they help the ecosystem. So all, you know, just because God created it doesn't mean we get to use it in any way we want. And a person who comes to you and says, well, you know, God created weed. So that means I get to use it how I want. Well, you know, just because we have dominion over the earth doesn't mean that we get to go against God's will for or plan for creation, you know, and we see that today with people and walking away in sin, you know, it's just, it's just another definition of sin in my opinion. Yeah. hundred percent. And I think, I mean, we kind of already talked about the medicine purposes, but yeah, as we already talked about it, there's, and I don't want to open up like a whole like floodgate, but there is the scripture when when Paul tells Timothy Timothy's having like stomach problems apparently like we don't get the full story 
but he tells him to like drink a little wine, mm -hmm. you know, to like deal with. And I'm not telling you if you have a stomachache, go drink some wine. There's there's Pepto Bismol and all that stuff now, and there's Tums and all that good stuff. And you also have actual yeah. water now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So because they didn't have that. So there is medicine purposes for things, but it is actually when you're sick, you know. If you are dealing, a lot of people may say, I'm dealing with anxiety um, or I'm dealing with depression or I'm dealing with these type of things and weed helps me cope with that, you know? First of all, you should be going to God first before all that, you know? If you believe that God is the creator and the savior of all and he could handle your problems, and I'm talking to someone who's dealt with depression and all this yeah. stuff, so I am I feel like I have some say in it, you know? That if you're dealing with this stuff, let's say you get home from school and you're super stressed out and you're like, I need to smoke. You need to be getting on your hands and knees before God, yeah. before you do anything and say, God, you take away this. You know, I don't need this other stuff. I don't, I don't need to go to what the world yeah. is going to, to be able to deal with my problems. I think the medicine purposes we really need to talk about, because like, I, I agree with you that like, you know, the, there are some medical purposes in the CPD, but mm -hmm. the problem is when people start using the, 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 the getting high part as a medicine medicine purpose. Like, so we have to match it up with scripture. God has said, be sober minded and yeah. multiple times in the scripture, not just once, but multiple times in scripture, old Testament and new Testament. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So that means that no matter what you should, you should all at all times be sober minded. So there is no excuse. There is no medical purpose and getting high, like you're saying. 100%. And right. when they make the medicine, they take out that THC part. Right. So, yeah. And the, I think the issue is some people, well, I'm using for medical purposes. Like you said, oh, I have anxiety, so I'm going to calm down. Or I have ADHD, so I'm going to calm down. That's not medicine. Now you're like, you're, you know, you're going against God's plan now. You're going against what God said. And uh, I do have, you know, some bad news that like getting high is a sin. Yeah. Getting high is a sin, period. Um, and there is no medical purpose in 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 the getting high part of 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 any drug whatever it is yeah i want to have sean's like little nerd corner right now i want to do this every podcast yes. like it's super this is sean's nerd, nerd yeah, corner this is the bible nerd corner with this sean portrait every time we're gonna have pretty soon we're gonna have some like fancy music or that something would be like good. that i would like, love that da -na 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 -na. anyways like just studying this and all this stuff um the word in the Greek for, and this seems super weird, for witchcraft is pharmakia, which is the English word that we get pharmacy from. And you may think so that's... So Walgreens is witchcraft. It's 100%. <laughs> don't go there. <laughs> but the reason for that is when we, like, you know, brought the Greek into English and all this stuff, witchcraft was so... And this is in biblical times, like when Paul was around and John and all that. Witchcraft and drugs were two of the same. People yeah. would do drugs to talk to to the demons and the spirits, they, and they would you know light up whatever it is. I think they did like opiums and stuff like that more than any drug back then. Mm -hmm. They would do these things, and then try to talk to demons or try to hear spirits. You know, so if you're looking at the core, how did drugs start? What were people using drugs for for the first thousand years of existence of drugs? It wasn't to feel good at all. That wasn't their thing. It was, let's take this and let's listen to the spirits. We see that huge in like Greek culture back then. We yeah. see it huge even in America with Native Americans. It was all about taking those drugs and listening to the spirits of our ancestors. Yeah. So I'm not saying that's it now, what it's used for, but that's the core of where it started from. And so much so that this is kind of a tangent, but in Jesus says in the end times, there'll be an increase in witchcraft. 
if you look around, do you see witchcraft really happening? Not really, but you do see drug increase happening so much. And when did it start? It started when Israel became a nation in 1948. That yeah. ever since then, you know, we've had the hippie movement and we had the 60s and the 70s and we've had the cocaine and the legalization of drugs. This is all what the Bible said was going to happen, yeah. that people were going to increase in doing this. That's a really good point. And I would say that um, I would take it a step further and say that doing drugs today can be equated to witchcraft. And hear me out here. Have you, have you ever heard someone say, well, when I do drugs, I can like I feel so spiritual. I get mm-hmm. so connected to the spiritual. Have you heard that? A hundred percent, all yeah. the time, right? Um, yeah, you do. Yeah, you definitely do. You're opening yourself up to demonic presences, and now, now you know you may just hear that and be like, all right, I'm shutting this off because that's like Alex took it too far. But that's the reality, and this mm-hmm. is coming from somebody who's been there. Yeah, same. Been there, and I remember opening myself up to to the spirit realm in a way that I shouldn't have, you know what I mean? Or that was dangerous for me. You know what I mean? So, um, I, I, I really like that definition because, you know, you have to realize what you're doing. I think a lot of times people are just like, Oh, I'm just having fun. Oh, I'm just it's having just fun. fun. There's you know? no repercussions, but you, know, you are stuff. opening yourself up to a demonic presence that, you know, I'm not saying the drug is the demon, but I am saying that like, you know, you, you do open yourself up to a spirit realm that is already there, but you are giving yourself into a, a very dark presence when you when you partake in, in that type of stuff. Yeah, especially with the harder drugs. I think when people, I've heard, um, there's a documentary on Netflix about <laughs> like when you take the shrooms and that type of stuff that they say you can't understand the real world until you take that. That's what I remember hearing someone say in that documentary that it opens your eyes to to the real spiritual world and you see what the actual world is. If that's not spiritual, I don't know what it is. So <laughs> I'll leave you with that. <laughs> There's one more myth that we want to talk about real quickly. And I've heard people say this, that, um, well, if I'm doing something that doesn't hurt other people, it can't really be sin. I'm just hurting myself. So mm. why? How can that be sin? Uh, how would you answer someone like that? I think... I think, first of all, drugs, and this is another tangent, that drugs do hurt other people for sure. Um, even the, the ones that are considered smaller in our world, like marijuana and stuff like that, still hurt. Someone who grew up with like a family that smoked a lot like as a little kid, like it definitely hurt me. Yeah. But on the other end, this is your body because God gave it to you. you yeah. know? Your body's supposed to be a temple for God, and you know, you're defiling it, you know? And yeah. when this is supposed to be God's body and you're de- defiling it. So I think that is another thing that really goes into it. Yeah. And um, just going back to the scripture, Paul was talking about being sober minded. And the reason why he's saying that it was so that you could be, he says, drunk with the, the Holy Spirit. Mm. So in the sense of like, you can't be under the influence and experiencing the power of the, and the presence of the Holy Spirit in your life at the same time. Like yeah. it's just impossible because you're filling yourself up with the different things, right? So. Paul lays out a very clear that, yeah, you're walking in sin when you're not sober-minded because you aren't in the presence of the Holy Spirit. You can't be used. You can't, you know, be um, a vessel because you're you're um, consumed with a different power. So yeah. that kind of leads us into another question that I thought would be really interesting to talk about. And this is going to go into multiple directions, probably, and multiple podcasts in different realms. But Got a question, okay? Can I be a Christian and do drugs at the same time? And what I mean by doing drugs is being in a lifestyle of drugs. Can I be a Christian and have a lifestyle of drugs? Is that possible? That's such a tough question. I love it. You know how it is, bro. (laughs) That's all we answer on here. No. Um, (laughs) This is the truth experience. (laughs) I think... 
from that standpoint of if you are saying I am a Christian, but I'm choosing to do marijuana, I'm choosing to do whatever drug of your choice. Um, you can even throw alcohol like to an extensive yeah, part, you're right? Um, especially if you're underage, um, then you are saying that you are not a Christian, and you are doing it. And you may say, "Well, in my heart, I love Jesus and all this stuff." The Bible says, "We shall know them by their works." So, and I'm not saying if you smoked one time and were super repentive and you didn't do it again, or maybe it's something you really struggle with and you're trying to stop. I'm not saying you're not a Christian, but I'm saying if you're choosing to do it and saying, I don't care what God says, I'm going to do this, then definition of the Bible would say you're not saved. Yeah, agreed. I don't think it's possible for a Christian to live in a lifestyle of sin Mm. because we, you know, the Bible talks about us being uh, no longer slaves to sin, yes. but 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 set free by the power of God. Like, it's impossible for a Christian, according to the definition of the scriptures, right? It's impossible for a Christian to be addicted. It's yeah. impossible because you're not you're you're not addicted to the substance. You're addicted to the sin, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's impossible for us to be addicted to sin any longer because God has given us the Holy Spirit, the power to be set free from that. We've been set free from sin. Just as we were baptized into his death, we were also baptized into his life, a new life, set free from all addictions, all sin. Like we have the choice now. So when I see Christians, and this is gonna go into a lot other podcasts, you know, a lot of different subjects because we see a lot of lifestyles of sin and some Christian churches being like, that's okay. And I want to tell you today, unfortunately, according to the scriptures, there's only one lifestyle that you can live to be a Christian. And that's the lifestyle of a disciple of Jesus Christ. If you're not living in that lifestyle of someone who's pursuing after him, who loves him, who is constantly trying to know who he is, then you're not a Christian. That's not the definition of a Christian. Yeah. Um, I really think it's impossible for a Christian to live in a lifestyle of sin. And like we said, what that means is someone who wakes up in the morning and instead of being in the spot where, oh, I messed up, I'm sorry, is like, this is what I'm going to do. This is my life. This is, yeah. I'm going to commit this sin willfully, ch- choosing to do it every day because this is my my lifestyle and God can have second place to that, you know, that's not a Christian. I don't think it's possible for a Christian to live in a lifestyle of sin. Yeah. I think it's, you can't love the world and God is what, and if we look, if you look at the gospels and how Jesus treats people, um, if, if people weren't immediately ready to follow Jesus, he told them just to leave, you know, it's either you're all in or all out. And that may sound really harsh, but when it comes down to it, Jesus was all in for us to an extreme magnitude. So we need to be all in for him. That's not saying if you gave your life to Christ last week, you're going to now be perfect, you know, but it's, you know, I think life is so fast now. And I was thinking about this recently, how much time do we like just stop and think even about our own lives and like reflect on what's going on? So you may be doing drugs right now and saying you're a Christian and not even thinking about it because just your life is crazy. And it's like, you know, you don't have time to just stop and think, but I would just, if you're dealing with that or any like addiction or anything that is against God, just to take that second and be like, okay, if I love God, why am I doing this? And ask God to help you through that, and I believe he will. Yeah, I think there's a huge difference between someone who's being sanctified, who's in the process of sanctification, who's letting go of things, moving forward, and still making mistakes, but is is growing closer and closer to God, and someone who's willfully living in a lifestyle of sin. Mm -hmm. I think just to wrap this up, um, you know, our entire lives should be, 
dedicated to bring glory to God and mm. doing drugs may be the cool thing. Our culture may say it's the right thing to do. Um, our culture may say it's helpful. Um, but we will always want to bring glory to God. And I don't think we do when we're under the influence. I think that's what, um, you know, Paul was talking about when he was talking about being sober minded, yeah. but, uh, do you have anything to add on or I just last think, things? I mean, I've been drunk before I've been high before all that stuff before I was saved and all that stuff. Um, and I could say like the feeling of like experiencing God is way better than that. Like yeah. so much better. Like after, let's say you're at church and just the worship set was amazing. And just that like spiritual high of like worshiping God or doing God's will. It's just so much better. <laughs> like yeah. it's so, so much better. And I just, I encourage you that, if you feel like, oh, I need drugs, I need this, like God will fill that void in yeah. you that you f- that so make you feel like you don't need that. Yeah, and just a way better high when you're yeah. with the Holy Spirit. And I I don't even like using the word high because it's just like it's, with God, it's like it's, a comparing. It's yeah. an everlasting mm. thing, you know. It's not it's not just for a second. That's the thing, like. You know, you may feel good for a minute. You may feel good for a night, but you're going to wake up and you're going to be right back into the spot you were. But with God, when you are used by God or you're worshiping God, that, that not just a feeling, but that experience lasts forever. Those things you hold on to forever. I'm telling you from my experience, the experiences I've had with God, uh, you know, I look back on those and they still um, give me joy. They still give me peace. They still give me trust. They still give me this experience with God that I can hold on to for for forever because it was God and it's everlasting and God's yeah. presence in my life is is nowhere near the drugs that I ever did or the feelings I ever did because a high is temporary but a presence within the presence of God is everlasting and you know what do you want do you want to find true joy or do you just want to keep putting a little band-aid over your problem mm. I know a lot of people are dealing with anxiety right now I know a lot of people are struggling listen your answer is not in a temporary satisfaction your answer is in an everlasting God God can change your life. You know, you're looking at two options. You can have your life changed by the one who created you, or you can feel good for an hour and a half and then be 10 times worse when it's all over. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's how it is. Those yeah. are the two options. And I don't care, you know, what anybody thinks. That's the reality of life. Mm-hmm. That's coming from somebody who's been there, who's done that, who tried to cover anxiety with drugs, who tried to deal with my depression with drugs. Like, that's why I did those things. And also to be cool. But, you know, that's why I did those things. And I'm telling you from experience, you need to choose between, your your choice is between an everlasting God who can give you joy that is beyond our understanding, who can give you peace who's beyond our understanding, or you can choose in a substance that was is being used by the enemy and he is trying his best to entrap you into a lifestyle that will never bring you true satisfaction so that he can see you burning in hell one day. Yeah. Like that's his goal, right? 100%. So those are your two options. And I would just plead with everybody here, if you are struggling with anxiety, don't look for temporary satisfaction. Yeah. And that can be in any shape or form. That doesn't just have to be in drugs. That can be in um, a, a boyfriend or a girlfriend. That can be in a movie. That can be in um, a TV show. You know, I'm going to just, you know, let my problems go and watch this TV show. Or that can be in sleeping. You know, like, oh, I don't want to think today. I'm just going to go to sleep. Yeah. None of your answers are in that. Your answers are in the God that can bring the peace that surpasses all understanding. And I would just really quickly encourage everybody who deals with anxiety to really read uh, Philippians, the book of Philippians. Mm. There, that, that really helped me with my anxiety because it taught me how to dwell on things that are good that are pure and also to give god 
my anxiety because he has the peace that surpasses all understanding. And that's what we're all looking for. We're all looking for peace when we're dealing with anxiety. Awesome. That's so good. I couldn't have said it better. That's, that's awesome. Let, let's Lord. deal with our problems now. You know, yeah. let's, if you're watching this and you're dealing with any of those things, like, you know, you can shut off the podcast <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and just let's deal with it now. Let's not put a bandaid. Let's pray nope. and ask God to take this away. Yep. Yeah. Let's let it, uh, God gives the peace that surpasses all understanding. He wants to give it freely. Choose the everlasting God, not the, the drug that lasts an hour. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, everybody. Well, we had fun today. I hope that you enjoyed this. Excuse me. I uh, hope you enjoyed this podcast. Um, we are going to be back next week, every Wednesday. Make sure you're sharing with your friends. Um, you know what we are, what we're doing. Um, next week, uh, we are going to be talking about how do we know the Bible is true. Mm. So I think that's going to be a really good one. We talk a lot about scripture. We, re- you, Sean, and I really bring up scripture a lot. Um, of should I do this? Should I do that? And uh, here's our answer from the scripture. And uh, it'll be really good to, oh my gosh, <coughs> excuse me. Dusty uh, in here. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be really good to um, to talk about how do we even know the Bible's true in the first place. Yeah, that's huge yeah. for sure. So make sure you guys are ready for that. We will see you all next week. Awesome. Bye.